Hey, it's Greg Thompson from Pod Wheels, and with this episode of the NTDC 2023 podcast series, we're going to bring you the second part of our conversation with Eugene Malero, the ace reporter from Transport Topics, who has become a true historian of the National Truck Driving and National Stat Van Driving Championships. Eugene is the co-author of the book, From Rodeo to TDC, which explores the 86-year history of trucking's National Driving Championships. Now, folks, as you'll hear in this segment, we continued our conversation with Eugene by discussing the professional excellence of everyone in the competition and noting that Ina Daly had earned a special award at NTDC 2023. I know that another big moment at this year's NTDC was when Ina Daly received the Professional Excellence Award. You know Ina pretty well. I got to spend some time with her. We did a couple of interviews with her. Really, really just totally impressive, highly professional person who's dedicated her career to this industry. Put it in perspective that she got this Professional Excellence Award. What does that say about her? And what does that say about what the NTDC thinks of her as a professional? The Professional Excellence Award is pretty much your honorary Oscar, your honorary Pulitzer Prize. It's the organizers telling everybody, we consider this individual a grand champion. She or he may not have fulfilled the requisites for earning the actual trophy. However, we're giving a grand champion trophy nonetheless. She's the first woman to win this prize. She's the first woman to win a national title in the tournament in 2013. This is really a very coveted, prestigious award. It really tells everybody that she's the gold standard when it comes to professionalism. And this is a tournament of professionals. This is a tournament of champions. Like Tony Sparrow, she is a competitor who really keeps you honest. She was the grand champion from Arizona this year. And to really step back, I've talked to her many times. I'm about to say something extremely obvious. She's keenly aware that she's a woman, but she thinks of herself as a truck driver. She thinks of herself as a person fulfilling a vocation. And if somebody wants to be inspired by her kind of getting in there in the boys club and getting a big award, so be it. She'll welcome it. But what she always wants to show with her actions is that it doesn't matter your background or your gender. If you can do the job and you do it well, people will notice. You will be celebrated for that. We are proud to present and sponsor tonight's award that recognizes professional excellence. The key pieces of this award is an exceptional record of safety and dedication to the TDC program. I commend each one of the drivers whose safety record qualified them for consideration in this very special category. To be eligible for this Professional Excellence Award, a driver must have competed in or volunteered at seven or more state or national truck driving championships. From the list of those eligible, judges then consider each contestant's driving record, knowledge of the industry, commitment to safety, and overall professionalism. The individual with the most impressive on-site resume is the winner. And now, to add another professional to this distinguished group, this year's recipient is employed by XPO from the state of Arizona. This year's winner is Ina Daly. Congratulations, Ina.
I think the industry as a whole is very welcoming and very supportive of everything that we need as women to get into the industry, whether it be as a driver or dock worker or management or an executive. We just need to get the message out to all these potential candidates for those positions that, hey, we're here. Trucking wants you. you know, don't think that you have to go into healthcare or some other field because that's where women do the best. No, you'll do quite well in trucking and it's waiting for you to just take that brave step and enter it. One of the most important things I think I've been able to do as America's Road Team Captain is go to schools and address high school driver's ed classes, career days, things like that. Not just for trucking, but for girls in general, to be able to see that you're not limited to your options when you grow up. You can go into what's predominantly a male field and do well. So I think just being able to set the example for some future young truck drivers or women that want to go into any other field, you're not limited. So that's been a blessing, one of the biggest givebacks. Another thing that I think is really important is that I know it's a little cliche, but she tells me and I've heard other people say that what's really important to her is to learn at this event. She actually spends time to talk with her fellow competitors. And if she sees them do something, a maneuver or something during the pre-trip inspection, she'll pick that up. She'll ask him. It's like, hey, why'd you do that? Hey, I saw that you made that turn that way. I never thought about maneuvering the truck like that. So all these lessons learned, she'll bring back to her hub in Arizona and mm -hmm. Phoenix. And she's actually kind of like Tony Spiro. She's somewhat of a mentor in Arizona. She's trying to elevate her colleagues in Arizona. And one of her colleagues won a national title from Arizona. His name escapes me right now, but she's a person who gives back. She gives back to the industry. She was on American Trucking Association's road team. She's been a road team captain. I see her as well as an anchor species in the tournament ecosystem. She was very disappointed that she didn't make the final round. She made the finals last year, but she told me she's going to go for the finals again next year. I want to bring up another person that you brought up a little bit earlier, Roland Bolduc. I love this guy. So I want to share something with you and our audience. And I think you might have been there for part of this conversation, but I was talking with Antonio Sadler, who last year scored a 220 on the course. Now, if you recall, Jimmy Mack did an interview with Robert Fosky two weeks prior to the NTDC taking place. He basically kind of previewed it. He said, this year is going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge because of Scott Woodrum and because of Roland. And he didn't say it, but Antonio scored a 220 on the course. Now, the preliminaries are over. I remember Roland kept talking about this 220. And he talked about it last year. And so Roland comes over and he sees Antonio. And he's one of these guys that just wants to get better. He just eats and breathes and sleeps this stuff. And it's wonderful because his dedication to safety, professionalism is incredible. And I think you had a comment in one of your stories about how he was studying the course to look at cracks in the floor as markers. So during this exchange, they hug each other and he goes, you got that 220, you got that 220. He goes, yes, I did. <laughs> Talk to me about Roland. I know that he got in the finals and I know that his score was not what he would have liked to have been, but the course was tough. He got there. Talk about his NTDC. 
Roland Bolduc is one of the few people in my career who I have met who truly are a larger-than-life personality individual. I've met a mayor from North Jersey who kind of had that larger-than-life persona. I see a few U.S. senators like Ted Kennedy. So Roland (laughs) Bolduc, you've met him. He has a loud voice. He carries himself with a lot of confidence. And he's also very gregarious and charismatic. Yes. So I I've had the pleasure of interviewing Roland many times. The one thing that he tells me is that when he trains, he actually has created his own training center. That's how serious he is about this tournament. What Roland says is that he makes his training center an impossible course. So it's like these impossible challenges with like zero margin for error. So this way, when he goes to a tournament, even if it's a difficult course, it's not as impossible as the one he practiced on. Professional athletes do that. And for a professional truck driver, you want to always be prepared. You want to be prepared for any eventuality. So that speaks well to his professionalism. Exactly. And then there was seven drivers. I thought Greg Wilson was not one of the seven, by the way. I had seven drivers that I kind of thought, you know what? I think these are my favorite. Going into the finals, Mm -hmm. six out of the seven made it to the finals. And then I kind of added another one to the final. Not Greg Wilson again. Roland kept telling me he had an awful first round score. I think it was like 120, which is pretty low. Now, what happened was is that the sleeper is the largest truck in the tournament. So the rest of his class was also scoring low. He had a really great written exam and he had a really great pre-trip inspection because he's a complete player. He's a complete Mm -hmm. athlete. He practices the three disciplines. So he managed to sneak into the finals. The top five make it. He was the fifth place going into the finals. You know this. You've heard it many times. Professional athletes say this. Coaches say this, that winners just find ways to win. That's what winners do. Roland is a two-time grand champion, 2017-2022. I got to tell you, when he hit the finals, he was pretty solid. He wasn't the best finalist, but he hit his marks. He had four out of the six challenges in the final course. The final course was really hard, by the way. Let me ask you this. Was that more difficult than the preliminary course? It's funny you say that because Roland said the final course was easier than the preliminary one. But I talked to other drivers. I talked to Michael Bills of North Carolina, the grand champion out of North Carolina. He was tied for first place in the written exam category. Michael Bills said the final round was impossible. He said he couldn't believe it. So Roland in the finals really excels. He manages to score in the alley dock maneuver, just backing up the truck. He was really good at avoiding the obstacle. It's a rubber duck they put on the floor. So he scored, I want to say, almost 200 in the final round. But the rest of the sleeper guys, the four others, did poorly in the final round. And that score propelled them to win another national title. I think that's like five already he has. All right, first place in sleeper berth from the state of Connecticut, Roland Bolduck with FedEx Express. Another national title in the sleeper class. I'm going to look at the scores, but I believe he came in fourth in the running 
to win grand champion and i've been talking to him since the tournament and what he said was had he done just a little bit just five more points in the first round he probably would have gotten grand champion again wow that tells you a little bit about just how close all of these finalists are and the other thing yeah. that strikes me and i want to take a moment because we talk about he won a national championship in his class he didn't get his third grand championship like that's a disappointment it is kind of a minor disappointment but he still walks away with a national championship so how's he feeling about that my impression, I talk to him like weekly. My mm -hmm. impression is that he has reached that point of dynastic sport. He's like Duke basketball under Krzyzewski. He's like the Patriots from like 10 years ago. We're winning the Super Bowl. We're like being grand champion is, is the standard. He is very appreciative and he's very <laughs> aware. He has self-awareness. He understands he won a national title. He understands that he's recognized as the best sleeper berth truck driver in the country. However, there is a sense of minor disappointment. He's great friends with the current grand champion. They have trained together. Greg Wilson used to be at FedEx and him and Roland go way back. But there's something about Roland that there's just a little bit of hint of disappointment that he didn't get the grand champion. And that's at the level he's playing. While some people want to qualify for the tournament or they want right. to qualify for the final round, Roland wants to get grand champion. That's where he's operating. That's Eugene Malero ace reporter for Transport Topics and the author of the book, From Rodeo to TDC, which chronicles the history of the National Truck Driving and National Step Man Driving Championships. Now we would like to take this opportunity to thank Eugene for his time and perspective, and we're looking forward to sharing the rest of our conversation with Eugene in the upcoming episodes of this series. Now, if you're interested in getting a copy of Eugene's book on the history of the NTDC, you can buy it online by going to the following website, atabusinesssolutions.com. Once you're on that website, enter the letters NTDC in the search bar and Eugene's book, From Rodeo to TDC, should be the first item that appears. Once again, that web address is atabusinesssolutions.com businesssolutions.com. Now folks, as we just mentioned, we still have some new episodes left in our NTDC 2023 series, and we would like to invite you to check out the rest of our NTDC coverage, as well as our other podcast offerings that are available on our website, podwheels.com. That's podwheels.com. Now you can also subscribe to our NTDC 2023 podcast series, by searching National Truck Driving Championships on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And finally, folks, we'd like to thank each one of you for spending part of your day with us here on Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo.